Watermelon sugar high Watermelon sugar high Watermelon sugar high Watermelon sugar high Okay, that's not the intro at all man <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, uh, what's up and uh, welcome back to my podcast And uh, welcome back to Raw Talk with Ivan Ong And uh, just want to wish everyone again uh, a belated Merry Christmas And also for those who are listening and have been following for all this while um, And for those who have just tuned in for the first time listening to this Happy, blessed, wonderful, great new year of 2021 um, I believe 2020 was uh, a year of uh, uh, really, really coming back And being humble again in 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 you know in god and uh, readjusting and understanding again our own self uh, in our lives you know being locked down and stuff in many different places not just in malaysia um but i believe 2021 is a year of god um releasing new things again of course maybe you say oh we have been listening to that again Uh, yeah, every day is a new day. You know, every day is a new day. Ah, I feel so alive. Okay, sorry, just a fanboy of that. <laughs> But uh, for those who are listening right now, again, happy New Year. Um, uh, I have been uh, not to say slacking. I have been very, um, very busy for the past month of December. Uh, I didn't manage to actually do my 10th episode. I actually wanted to do it in Christmas. Uh, and after that, I was thinking like, oh, should I do it on the 31st and the 1st of January, which is a new year. But um, this is a, this is a date. Today is a date that is very significant for me. And uh, it's very personal for me. And also, welcome to the 10th episode. We are at the 10th episode of this And I truly, truly praise God for um, for this journey um, After the 10th episode uh, Which is the starting of my next few episodes again uh, Which I'm going to start with new things uh, With um, guests and, and stuff And we I'm going to readjust again the dates and the times and, and everything else um, I... Uh, I'm gonna do something very different today And uh, uh, today marks 2nd January Marks the 3rd year of me going into full-time uh, As a full-time pastor uh, As a full-time minister Whatever you call it, you know uh, And everything um, It's a uh, It's a long It's Not a long journey It's not yet long It's just starting And uh, I believe it's It's just like You know um, It's just New It's still new for me In all, all this while And uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm very Very Wow I'm very Amazed With uh, what God has Done during this journey That throughout my life You know um, I entitled my podcast today I quit being a pastor and uh, 
you may think that it is a clickbait um, but I pray and I hope that as you listen to this you listen with open heart you listen again uh, you listen to this with uh, something that um, I really want to address and really want to talk about and you uh, for those of you who are listening you make your decision you make your choice lah. <laughs> okay um, why I chose this title wow um, it's because uh, it's because um, I remember back uh, in in my IG story uh, there was there was I was like uh, what what should I talk about in my podcast you know and uh, I it's not many people re- responded because I believe um, not many people listen to the podcast yet uh, and I, I pray I pray that this this year is a year that you know there will be a breakthrough you know I'm, I'm not just gonna like I don't want to preach here but I want to speak life to you you know um, the, the, the the real journey of of, of a Christian not just me but praying there are more people who are going to listen to this okay um, again um, and before I go into this okay I just want to do a shout out to the, the my partner my partner in crime for this uh, because I'm going to do after at the end of this episode I'm going to tell you how we're going to do this we are going to do a giveaway for the 10th episode woo Okay, uh, we're gonna give a giveaway. We're gonna do a giveaway uh, for ten winners. Who uh, at the end of this, uh, I will let you know how. But shout out to Natalie Ping. Okay, uh, you can uh, check on her IG, Ping P I N G dot not dot Pink P I N K. Okay, I'll I'll put it in the link below or uh, in uh, in the description so you can uh, follow her in Instagram. She does wonderful, wonderful artworks, and uh, I'm working together with her with this uh, for the giveaway. And I pray, I hope that uh, people are gonna go into the new year blessed. All right. So coming back to the topic, why I do, why I chose this, you know, um, I quit being a pastor um, because <laughs> because uh, there is a lot of things that I want to talk about. Um, uh, again, going back to the IG story, right? Um, I remember asking, so what's the topic next? You know, so I had one from my sister. My sister said, uh, my sister uh, replied, um, the real struggles of a pastor. Uh, number two was from a friend of mine. He said, uh, your sleeping pattern. Uh, number three, I had another friend saying that, call uh, uh, me, you know. <laughs> Uh, and uh, don't laugh, okay? Because Kolok Mi, uh, Kolok Mi for, for those of you who don't know what's Kolok Mi, is uh, dry hand, hand, hand-pulled noodles. Uh, it's like ramen or not at all. Uh, it's uh, curly, but it's uh, uh, three ringgit per bowl noodles, okay? And it's best with pork. No, if other food. No. Best with pork, okay? But... Um, I, I felt like these three things actually come into common for a bit, okay? Um, Kolok Mi, it's cheap, you know. Uh, Kolok Mi is cheap. It is wonderful to eat. It is one of the best, uh, I would say, it is comfort food for me. Uh, when I was in KL, uh, when I was in KL, uh, in Bible College for four years, um, I actually I actually tried to eat Kolok Mi in Kuala Lumpur. 
and uh, when I uh, my friend brought me, hey bro, I want to bring you for Kolomi man because you're from Sarawak and all, you know, you're gonna test the Kolomi here. I'm like sure man. When I did the Kolomi there, dude, it was nine bucks. Okay, nine ringgit Malaysia. Okay, it's maybe some maybe for some of you who are overseas, you're listening that like nine ringgit is. It's cheap. No, it's not. Okay, it's ridiculous price. It's <laughs> nine ringgit in Kuala Lumpur. My goodness gracious. Okay, and uh, I remember tasting it, and it's like, oh man, it is not nice at all. It is not cool. And at my first year when I came back for holiday in in back to my hometown in Sarawak, and I I ate my my first uh, kolomi back after so long, right? I remembered crying. And I was crying eating the kolomi, and I'm like, wow, I really, really enjoy being in my hometown. I really enjoy being here with my family, with my people. I really, really praise God that it is cheap food and wonderful, amazing, glorious, good food in Sarawak. Shout out to Sarawak! Wow! Okay. And uh, I remembered like, wow, it is... I cried because it was such a struggle back in, in Kuala Lumpur. Um, I have only like, what, 600 ringgit per, per month living in KL. Uh, of course, I was living in a dormitory. Um, uh, I, I was... Uh, I, I, I can admit that I'm a big spender, okay? And uh, I, I want to eat good food. <laughs> KL has a lot a lot of good food especially the mama food oh my god right uh, so um, anyways <laughs> uh, I remember because the struggles I have in KL for the first year you know and uh, coming back to Miri which is my hometown in Sarawak um, I tasted it and I was like wow it tastes so good here it's, it's really home it's really something else and I was actually uh, if that Mom, if you're listening to this, uh, I, I actually during that time when I cried, I remember it very vividly. Uh, it was something really, really hit me in my heart that I really have to struggle. I really have to to go through a lot of shit. You know, I'm sorry. Did I say that? <laughs> I have to go a lot of crap and sacrifice um, for myself during that time. Okay, um, sorry for my. I, I it it came out. I, I didn't plan for that Okay I'm so sorry uh, And uh, Then I was like Wow um, I have to go through this again In KL I have to go through this Again and again and again And I praise God You know Jesus is so good Jesus is Whoo God is good and awesome man And uh, I finished my four years This is my third year In Miri and I still hunt for one of the uh, for the best kolomi in town. You know, um, I haven't tried the one in Krokop Five, Seven, Six. I don't know, but it only opens at night if I'm not mistaken. But I will try soon with with Atek. Okay, so um, Atek is my hairdresser. He's my one of my good friends here in Miri. He's uh, oh man, he is anointed with his hands. I mean. Anointed as in like cutting your hair, okay. So if you want to look for him, okay, you want to you want to do some of your hair. If you are around, if you are Mirian, you have been listening to this. Go to Lavender in in Mosjaya, okay, and look for Atek or uh, Elisha, okay. 
they are amazing. You go in there, you have worship music and such. Whew, ambience, baby. Okay, anyways, coming to the second question was sleeping pattern. Okay, this was from my friend Sam. Uh, and it hits me too because um, uh, since Bible college and coming up from Bible college, going into full time for the past three years, um, wow, uh, my sleeping pattern became like crap. It became trash. Uh, I I don't sleep as 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 nice as before. I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm at home. I have a bed and such. I, that's not what I mean. But um, been having like sleepless nights for the past three years. Thinking, thinking, and more thinking. You know, sometimes uh, dream uh, dreams being attacked on and such. Um, having uh, nightmares. You know, uh, wake God waking up in the morning to say, okay, I even need to pray. Uh, like, okay, God pray for what? You know, the kind of thing. <laughs> um, and uh, I have a lot of sleepless nights. And this year, I kind of have minor insomnia. Um, I have sleepless nights for days, you know, and I'm like, the last time I had things like this, I was high on meth. I was high on ice, baby. Ice, ice, baby. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, so I, I had, <laughs> I was high for like, what, three, four days? I didn't sleep for three, four days when I was on drugs. And I'm like, this is not cool. I'm so tired, but I can't sleep, you know, the kind of thing. And a uh, sleeping pattern. Dang, uh, it's really bad, I guess. Um, when I get to really rest somehow, I KO, you know. Sometimes I just come back from office, come back from work, um, and I just lie down on my bed and just, 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 big sun, you know. I just black out and just, just go in there and sleep. Uh, I don't know whether that's funny or not, but. <laughs> uh, <coughs> so. Yeah, uh, my sleeping pattern has changed so weirdly, so much. Uh, I remembered uh, I have so many sleepless nights because uh, God was revealing so many things. And uh, uh, wow, I think recently even for the past few weeks or so, uh, God has been waking me up 3, 4 in the morning, 2 in the morning sometimes. Now five, you know, just before six, just before my alarm at seven sometimes, just to show me something and uh, pray, you know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not complaining about it, but I'm very thankful for those experiences, I guess. Um, sometimes I got sleepless because um, I have to, I have to wait, I have to prepare my sermon, I have to prepare my slides, yeah, I do my own slides. Uh, I have to pray and really think about the worship songs, the set list that I'm leading for the Sunday, the people who are leading on Sunday. Uh, what am I going to do this week again? How many people should I go and uh, reach out to? Oh my gosh, tomorrow is sell, you know, that kind of thing. What should I prepare? Uh, who should I pray for? Uh, the people that have not been to church and have been a lot of times lost and stuff you know I've been praying and asking God why and how a lot of uh, a lot of uh, I would say a lot of things uh, that, that causes my sleeping pattern to 
to, to jump off and, and run away and uh, coming back to that I think it, it resonates back to the question of when my sister asked um, uh, the struggles of real struggles of a pastor uh, now um, I'll go into the main thing in a bit uh, I would say the struggles of a pastor um, anger I have so much anger management thing going on I don't know I am a very angry man I mean like you know you see me like smiling you might get people you see me dancing in, in IG and stuff I'm a very frustrated person. I get frustrated a lot. I get angry a lot. I, uh, I, poof, I just shoot missiles, man. Sometimes, and I'll just like blow off or something, you know. Sometimes, uh, I, I go to my, I go to the basketball court and uh, um, to take the chance to go early and nobody's there and uh, kind of throw my frustrations out from my shooting to the board and to the to the ring and when I don't get in you know sometimes I'll just shout so loud man uh, because of uh, because uh, of anger you know I guess and um, frustrations struggles uh, trying to understand a lot of things what God is trying to put in my life and such um Many many things actually uh, that that I go through as struggles. I believe uh, a lot of full time um, ministers, full time pastors are going through with emotional uh, emotional stability. Uh, you know, uh, I believe in spirituality wise, uh, there's there's not really much of a problem if they do or if we do. I think we really really need to talk with somebody else. Uh, Last, you know, uh, I, th- I I praise God for, for for um, having a breakthrough on on lust, on on uh, you know those flesh and sexual desires and such. Uh, those are things that can really bring a pastor down. Those are the things. A lot of things like even even family matters. You know. Um, even other people I'm not saying that people shouldn't come to pastors and share their struggles and such that's that's no such thing I, I'm, I, I'm not implementing these kind of things okay but I'm saying that they are uh, I mean like a lot of times where we also feel the burden and uh, it, 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 it clings on to us the burdens of other people and it becomes something that really brings us to a place where we are also uh, feel sad or angry or frustrated for you and uh, for anything else and with that being said with that being said is uh, who is uh, also one of the struggles now uh, reading my bible every day uh, I'm gonna be honest man I'm a very slow reader um, I think I only finished my bible once and I'm a very slow reader I can't read fast, you know, or or being... I'm not a reader, okay? I read, but I don't read. You get what I mean? Uh, I, I'll, I'll linger at one word or wherever it is for a very, very long time. Uh, 
even preaching sometimes you know we ask we have so many things going on in one time and uh have to prepare this have to do that you know all in all is like i feel very very much tired uh of 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 this whole thing uh sometimes to a point where it it i i think i I felt really burnt out twice this year, 2020. Last year, sorry. Now it's 2021, right? Uh, and um, I, I really thank God that there are people around me who are, who are, who are, who can talk, who I can talk to, who I can, you know, share my heart to, who can, who I can really just be real uh, nearby. Um, before this, I, I have people around me too. I, I can trust people who, who, You know who listens and and be be there lah. You know not seeing me as pastor, but seeing me as Ivan. You know seeing me as as a as a guy as a, as a friend as a man. You know, and uh, I, I many more struggles. I think I can talk about that in many more episodes to come. But coming back to the main thing, okay? I quit being a pastor. Um, It is something that uh, has been, has been, uh, wow! It has been boggling in my mind for a very, very long time, and I feel that you know, uh, people who, I, I feel that they are not. I'm not. I'm not saying all, but you know, it becomes such a positional career, such a positional. Um, uh, Responsibility that it goes and transcends the calling of God in our lives. Uh, a pastoral, a pastoral position is supposed to be like you know, like I guess it's like a CEO of the church, uh, of the of the company. You know, making the decisions, uh, having. Having visions and missions and talking right through the people and getting people to to you know like whoa you know I I'm going through this together with with the whole team and such. Uh, I'm just gonna be real, right here. Uh, I'm 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 in a denomination right now. Okay, and uh, uh, a lot of things that I have. So many. No, I almost like don't disagree with a lot of things in 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 this in this uh, denomination right now. And uh, wow, um, there are so many things that I feel that shouldn't be done. When things that should be done sh- is not happening, you know, um, vision and mission wise, there there is. I feel like there's no no step forward, no uh, nothing going on, and uh, and it 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 frustrates me as a young guy, as a as a person, as a Christian, basically, not just as a pastor, but um, thinking along the line of you know uh, doing what we say, you know. Uh, Being, being, uh, taking our words into action. Uh, uh, a lot of times, I see we fail to do so. 
um, we we are uh, we become we become uh, such so comfortable in our position as as leaders as pastors. Uh, I'm talking about myself. Okay, I'm talking about the things that I observe. I'm I'm not pinpointing at people. Again, just saying uh, that uh, it becomes an okay lah thing. Oh, okay, you know, whatever, you know, it it becomes, it becomes those kind of conversations and those kind of decisions for many things, and I feel that you know sometimes me being a pastor in this position I am, I feel so hopeless, I feel so lost and hanging so many times because I I can't seem to. See a direction on the upper tier leadership, or 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 the more other pastors. You know, it it feels like a lot of following uh, rules and traditions and culture, rather than putting our place as as pastors and leaders in the church. Um, I'm calling out all. I'm calling out. Uh, 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 my my friends too, uh, and uh, to to have a talk about this. Uh, to to, I, I'm thankful for those people. I'm thankful for people who who really you know who come from different uh, angle on this area to talk about these things and seeing that you know uh, there are things that we need to really really move on and change. Uh, one of the things that uh, that that hits me the most is discipleship mentoring you know uh, it becomes it becomes such it becomes a ministry it becomes oh uh, it has to be um, something that you know I am uh, I am putting as in a position for rather than uh, it is a lifestyle of, of doing so you see um, I'm just gonna hit on that very very uh, very very strongly because um, I I believe I'm not saying all churches again I, I'm very very I want to be very careful with my words uh, is that you know we talk about discipleship we talk about mentoring we talk about uh, growing people we talk about building people we're talking about uh, future generation and 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 intergenerational uh, partnership and familyness, but yet, right? I I I, I keep on looking at uh, our our lifestyle, our ways, going back backwards. You know, going backwards and and keep on looking back, like we are looking at a pillar of salt again. In, instead of really moving forward and really think about what we need to do in the future. I quit being a pastor. I'm I'm using this title of I quit being a pastor because I quit being in a positional place. I want to quit being in a place that um, I I feel like it is so stuck, so you know uptight. It doesn't move anymore. Uh, no, this is not a message of me quitting. Today, <laughs> but this is a. I I want it to be a message of 
uh, of us waking up, uh, arising to see the the problems around us, the problems of being uh, of being stuck in the bubble four walls of our church, the problems of uh, delaying and not moving, the problem of knowing that we are leaders and we are leading people and guiding people and yet we are we are so uh, you know so complacent so comfortable so so you know slow on doing things waking up to the to the matter of uh, everything is right now is very very repetitive it is religious it is no more uh, you know God led uh, to maybe for for some of you who are listening maybe you are saying like but I'm not a pastor you know I'm not a leader I'm, I'm not something else uh, in the church and stuff I'm a Christian though but you know I don't know how I can relate to all this true true enough but one thing I, I want to remind us again is that when we follow Jesus right <laughs> there are there are so many things that that we need to re-understand ourselves again that we uh, why we decided to follow Jesus it is not about the rainbows and, and the flowers the, fl- uh, the flower beds and, and all the blessings that God is giving to us it's He is already a blessing to us but we follow Christ because of our of his suffering and to participate in that suffering to participate in his vision to participate to see where God is leading us is leading you is leading me to where his will and plans are participating in following his every single step the way he does church the way he does uh, he does by saving people the way how he speaks the way how he leads not related I mean like it's irrelevant right now no I don't think so I think it's very very relevant of, of how Jesus does church of how Jesus go uh, our Lord Jesus goes to the 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 blind the deaf you know the to 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 share about the glory of God and the goodness of God to people. And we have been playing church too long. Christians been playing Christians too long. Calling ourselves really, uh, uh, wow, we are Christians, you know, all this kind of such and everything, whatever it is, you know. Wow, third, fourth generation Christians. Who cares, man? Who cares about you being third, fourth generation Christian? Who cares about, oh, I'm a first, second generation Christian of my family, blah, blah. Who cares? Who cares if your church is big? Who cares if, uh, if, if, uh, you know, the, 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 the church is rich when people are dying every single day? When leaders and, and, and pastors of the church are being tied down to be like dolls, <sighs> to, to act up, you know, whatever it is. 
Yep, maybe you might say that oh you're talking out of frustration, man. Uh, maybe I am. But it has been too long since I, I mean, like for myself, I know it's it's only three years, you know, but I feel, you know, very much. Woo! I feel very much not able to move. I feel crippled, to be honest. Uh, in being, in following religious ways. I don't want to be religious. I want to be a believer and a follower of Christ. Because of how God has saved my life, <laughs> of how I see people around me getting saved, man, and still the ch- uh, the the people, the leaders, the 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 church, the building, okay, not the church, the building of that thing named church is not able to bring people in or rejecting them out, you know, being so like whatever phobia they have with these kind of people, man. I, I think we need to wake up. We really need to. When I... During 2013, uh, when, before I resigned that year, I, that year from Cellcom, you know, God spoke to me when I was in my office and he, he told me, Ivan, you have to let go of your net. And I'm like, what the heck is that, man? Net? So the first thing that came to me is that, okay, I'm a fisherman. If I'm a fisherman, I have a net. If I have a net, I can catch fish. And the fish is my, like, you know, income and my food and for whatever lah. So I was like, what, you want to take away this job that you have given to me, my money and such? They said, just let go of the net. And I'll, uh, and, and you will know what, what will come next, you know. Well, I struggle, you know. I struggle for months. And, uh, one day I was uh, going to church. I, I went and visit my friend's church in in Pelita, one of the church in Miri here. And uh, I was just at the uh, piano uh, next next to the piano. My friend was there, and we were just worshiping and just uh, you know playing the. He was playing the piano because I don't know how to play the piano. Okay, and I was just crying and crying and crying, and I, I started to cry. You know, during worship, and I, I heard a voice asking me, Ivan, do you really love me? That was the first time after so long <laughs> I felt like God is speaking to me again. And mind you, I still haven't known my Bible yet, and I don't know where was that. Uh, he, he called out my full name, you know, Ivan Ong Sen Long, do you really love me? I'm like, yes, I do. I really love you. Then follow me, he said. Then he turned, then he showed me in John chapter 21, okay? And I'm going to read here from verse 15. I'm reading from the New English Translation, okay? And it says here, Then when they had finished breakfast, this is after Jesus got resurrected, okay? And he uh, he, uh, he came to cook fish <laughs> for Peter. And Peter was like, Oh my God, you know, I'm meeting Jesus again. I denied him three times, you know? So Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John. Wow. Full name, right? Simon, son of John. Do you love me more than this do? Then 
Peter replied to Jesus, Yes, Lord, you know I love you. And Jesus told him, Feed my lambs. Then Jesus said a second time again, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He replied, Yes, Lord, you know I love you. Then Jesus told him, Shepherd my sheep. Verse 17, Jesus said again a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Three times already, yeah. I feel like sometimes Jesus, right, like, uh, lack of affection. No, I'm just joking, okay? But on the third time, Jesus asked again, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that Jesus asked him a third time, do you love me? And said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And then Jesus replied, feed my sheep. I tell you the solemn truth. When you are young, you you tied your clothes around you and when wherever and went wherever you wanted but when you are old you will stretch out your hands and others will tie you up and bring you to where you do not want to go now jesus was saying this to indicate clearly what kind of death peter was going to glorify god with okay so after he said this jesus told peter follow This was the this was the word that I had to for God to uh, affirm me and give me a confirmation of going to Bible College, you know, and to quit uh, and to quit my job and go Bible College. Now, I said earlier that the the title of this this whole thing <laughs> is. I quit being a pastor because I think we need to look back at what Jesus is telling us to do to shepherd uh, to shepherd his sheep his lambs the young and old you know the mature and the the the, the, the young <laughs> so called mature right to feed them to shepherd them and to feed them again you know feeding and shepherding is something that well a shepherd should do a shepherd a shepherd leads a shepherd takes care a shepherd uh, clean cleans their, their their sheep a shepherd feeds them a shepherd keeps an eye of them to oversee them a shepherd guides them wherever they go a shepherd is in front of them to for them to recognize a shepherd's voice speaks to them since they were young so that the as they grow they know and they recognize the shepherd's voice when i decided to choose this topic this title i quit being a pastor i keep on thinking about being a shepherd um it's a calling for all of us it is not a calling specifically for people. Yes, positional wise, being a pastor is a position, but being a shepherd is for everybody. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm saying this out boldly right now. It is for everybody. Whether you are gifted in management, whether you are gifted in this and that, you know, whatever gift that you are given into. Shepherding is something that is already inside of us 
it is a calling inside our lives that we shepherd people around us. We lead the young, we lead the old too, being an example for all as believers of Christ. To, to, to build people together and not just talk and not do anything. Uh, I know that you know it is it is not easy uh, it is not easy to walk the talk because we oftentimes we fall oftentimes we we become something else but I want us to remember again this and this is a reminder for myself too you know uh, today again marks my third year of being in full time and I have never loved doing something in my whole life apart from this I love seeing people change I love seeing people grow I love seeing people share testimony of the goodness of God in their lives I want to see this is me saying I want to see a generation rise I want to see the church becoming the again the the guide the example for the world the people of God leading the world leading the people leading them by example and not by uh, by foolishness that we feed them we lead them we go back to our word we go back to Jesus we go back to the one that has saved us from death and sin the one that has changed our life forever I quit being a pastor I want to wake up for the calling of being a shepherd and so should you too the calling of God in our life is not something that we look as a position. If it, if it is a position, it would have been said so many times in the Bible. But we become believers, we become children of God, and if we are children of God, well, we ought to hear the Father, right? And following Jesus... It's nothing easy, man. It is hard. It is very, very hard. <laughs> but because of Jesus Christ, our Lord God and Savior, He has made it possible for us. He has made it possible because nothing is impossible for Him. He can do all. He can do all for us. And we must have faith, faith in this. And we can do all things in Him who is giving us the strength. I pray that as you listen to us this end, I pray that you reflect on this year. You know, um, I pray that there is a change in your life. Not being just in a position you are not called to be a position, a leader 
is of course I believe it is born but it's not born also at the same time I believe a leader is built is led and I believe a leader should have faith have courage too in asking is in questioning and going forward in all the things um, so yeah uh, I quit being a pastor and I want to stand my ground to be a shepherd and so should all of us who believe in Christ Jesus too and I pray again I pray really that God reveals more and more to you as he does to me I pray that it will be something that is glorious for Christ that your life testimony is not about you but it's about the one who have changed and saved you and has enabled you and hath made you worthy from everything else so what a way to start a new year uh, and I pray again uh, for God's revelation to be upon you in every single way thank you for listening for my 10th episode God bless you <laughs> and Jesus loves you alright okay man okay guys that's it uh, that's my that's the 10th episode for this time so if you're listening I want to hear now here's the time where I'm telling you that how are you going to get a giveaway okay so it's going to be very easy I'm going to post it up in IG also um, uh, and also in Facebook alright uh, number one you have to follow me alright uh, and follow uh, pink not pink okay and uh, of course uh, comment done together with together with what is the verse that I have used in this in this podcast uh, specific verse and what does the verse speak to you the most and how are you going to reflect it this year okay so we're going to pick 10 winners okay uh, hopefully and prayerfully that there will be 10 people uh, to, 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 to to respond to this okay uh, it's something exciting I want to I want to also showcase uh, local talent uh, and give things that God has already given to them so right that's about it I'm going to post it up in IG um, hope you are ready to hear this and I'll catch you again next time okay uh, good luck for the giveaway and uh, we'll see you soon I'll see you soon Okay, so that's it for my episode number 10. Thank you for following and listening to Raw Talk with Ivan Ong. Uh, subscribe, follow, uh, follow me on IG, follow me on uh, uh, Spotify, and also you can just text me and talk to me. Alright, so see you. Happy 2021, and uh, God bless you. Jesus loves you, and ta-ta! <laughs>